Welcome to the Clean Up On Ami podcast. I am your host, Nick. If you like today's episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen, and subscribe as well. You can also follow us on Instagram at Clean Up On Ami, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Clean Up on Isle Me podcast. When you're finished listening to this episode, head over to GraceRootsBoutique.com. There you will find cute clothes inspired by faith, fashion, and affordability. Use coupon code NICK10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Oh yeah, and don't forget to follow our Facebook and Instagram to see our latest inventory. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great day. Hey friends, welcome back to Clean Up on Army. This is episode seven. Seven? Seven. Yeah, seven. We made it to seven? Yep, we did. So today, um, I really wanted to have a special um, episode again of another interview. And last, this week, um, we have my friend Cam. Oh, hey, how's it going? (laughs) I didn't didn't know that was my cue to come in. Uh, Um, So Cam, uh, I've met him... Uh, used to work at the mall where I work, um, and it was a fun little time. He always came up to us and uh, talked to us. Um, who else we got in here? After you, sweet cheeks. All right, thank you, Puddin. This is Tyler. This is Tim, aka <laughs> Hi God. He said this. He said this is sweet. You go ahead, sweet cheeks. <laughs> um, so basically. On uh, Take a Risk last week, you all kind of heard about one of my friends that, you know, had purchased a really expensive camera. He's here, so this is Cam. Um, so, Cam, uh, what kind of risk do you think you took by buying that camera, honestly? So, the interesting thing is it's like um, the risk was unknown in the moment. Um, and it was one of those scenarios for me where I'm having to step into a, uh, a blind situation where I don't really know it's going to be the outcome um, and uh, it was really kind of like a faith-based step um, and just having confidence in myself um, and knowing that everything's going to work out if I just go for it. You yeah, know, like a leap of faith. Yeah, you got to be all in. Um, you can't just be one foot in a door, one foot out and want great things to happen in your life. Absolutely. You got to just really go for it. Um, even if you're not sure of what's going to happen um, on the other side of that leap. Now what what inspired that? Um, so I'm a photographer um, for a company in Durham called Strawbridge Studios, and we do a lot of uh, school photography, a lot of club photography, sports photography, um, but I wanted to branch out and kind of start my own brand or my own... Um, small company, um, but I didn't have, uh, in my opinion, a camera to compete with some of these other guys that are out here doing weddings, doing parties, doing um, these special events, and I've had my eye on different cameras, and I knew at some point I was going to have to make that move, but I kept kind of putting it back, saying, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next week, and then waiting for an opportunity to arrive, and at some point, I realized a few weeks ago that hey, uh, i got to create that opportunity. Um, And I knew that um, the camera was a little bit more than I had to spend um, in this particular month, but I I told myself, hey, I'm going to use this. um, I'm going to make that money I spent back and some. 
Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be the first step to something great in my life and something I'm really passionate about. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know before this, we were talking a little bit about you, or you were talking about what you were doing before, um, and uh, I wanted to kind of get sort of the transition. So what were you doing sort of before that? Um, what led you into photography and what what sort of nailed in, like, I want to do this, I want to take this leap of faith, I want to take this next step? <laughs> Opens bottle of soda casually. Yeah. <laughs> what made you pop that bottle? <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm thinking back in the last six months of my life, and December, um, completely different place for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I... Yeah, so I was. I used to be a server. I was a bartender. Where'd you work? I uh, several places. I <laughs> I worked at Carolina Ale House. Yeah. Uh, and I was a server and a bartender. I worked at Mount Fuji here in Durham as a server and a bartender. It's a pretty good place. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I'm a a, a shiki sushi fan now on the <laughs> south side, but uh, um, and I uh, been a barista. Um. And I, uh, so those are like the three main ones for me. Um, and so, I mean, serving is great. Bartending is cool. You can make a lot of tips on any given Friday night. You can walk out with two or three hundred dollars in tips. Easy. Uh, but what well, it depends on where you're at, too. Um, but it, it it can be really annoying sometimes <laughs> just dealing with people. Um, but and that wasn't the reason why I, I decided I wanted to do something else. Um, uh, for me, I've always kind of felt a little bit drifty, if you know what I mean, just kind of floating through life um, mm -hmm. and not really feeling like um, I found my purpose or what I'm supposed to do. And... Um, and so that's why I always saw myself in the restaurants and serving because he was just kind of uh, was always my go-to thing. Um, and I did kind of feel a little bit of family with my other server, bartender friends. Um, and um, so that was cool. But a couple years uh, of that, and I'm ready to find something new. Um, <laughs> there's all there's there's two things. Well, I guess there's one main thing I've always been passionate about is all forms of art. Uh, mm -hmm. I love. Um, I collect paintings in my house now. I love music, uh, and I've always loved photography. Okay. Um, so there's always been that like that want for uh, for taking like really cool pictures, stuff like that. Yeah. There's always been that sort of. Yeah, and I found that a little bit back when I was in high school, and I took different arts classes, and I took four years of photography classes while I was there. Yeah. So I learned a lot. Um, now, when I was in high school, we took we did film photography, so it's a whole different world than digital photography that I do now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been really cool to learn everything that I've been learning recently. Yeah, um, like all the new updates. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, um, well, here's a big thing. Um, back in, uh, let's see, August, my best friend passed away. Oh, and that's why I have this tattoo on my arm before. Um, and we were friends for probably going on 15 years. Uh, so it was really tough. And yeah. it, it put me in this like super dark place where um, for the first time in my life, I questioned things like, 
do I believe in God right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd never even, you know, had that doubt come across before. Yeah. Um, but I was just, I was really upset about a lot of things. And it really kind of shook, uh, shook um, my whole world. Yeah. And I felt like a huge part of me was gone. Um, and at that point, I knew that, well, I didn't know. I was just kind of like uncertain of what's going to happen next for me. Um, and I find myself approaching uh, December coming up. And so, and I'm looking back at the last couple months of my life. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm tired of, uh, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of working at the restaurant that my best friend used to work at. Um, it kind of feels like I'm just going in circles and circles. Yeah. Um, and by uh, by chance, I um, I got a phone call. And it wasn't in December, it was in January. And I'd been doing photography as a hobby. I, I got a phone call from uh, a man at Strawbridge Studios named Kevin. And out of the blue. And he just said, hey, man, um, we've heard that you're a pretty good photographer mm-hmm. uh, and we'd like to offer you a job and I was sitting there <laughs> thinking like okay calm because I had been applying to work at Strawbridge for three or four years um, before that call yeah wow and it never heard anything back from them uh, never got any emails back mm-hmm. and so um, when he called me it was like this is this is where I wanted to be um, yeah. and it, it was awesome and um, diving into that and the training was crazy they put me through like three whole weeks of training and everything from lighting to um, posing to how to uh, have people dress properly to yeah. taking dramatic like theater type photos um, really has just taken my abilities to the next level um, oh yeah give me all those like fundamental like basics and yeah. understandings of everything. And Strawbridge is an awesome company. I they they are awesome to work for. They take care of us really well. And so it's been, um, it's been an awesome. That has been maybe the the biggest thing for me in the last six months of my life. But um, where I was at in December, you know, um, I had uh, didn't have a. I mean, I was living with my parents, and I didn't have a vehicle, and um, I didn't have um, really a whole lot, especially after uh, my best friend passed away. And, you know, because one leap of faith, um, well, I guess the leap of faith with, you know, going on and investing in myself to buy a new camera came after a couple more big leaps of faith um but uh it is amazing what can happen when you just believe in yourself and you know your worth and um you don't give up you don't Mm -hmm. let people you know put you into a box or label you or tell you what you can achieve um because i went from a place of you know total loss and um, and uh, relapse and um, emptiness and turn that into um, 
a space where now I have my own uh, my own apartment that I live in. I have my own car. I have my own cell phone that I pay for. I have a brand new camera. Um, I have a career just waiting right here in front of me to just bloom and burst. Um, yeah. And I can't, you know. You know, I like to think that a lot of it, or not a lot of it, but some of it is me and just me keep uh, me telling myself over and over again, hey, don't quit. You know, don't yeah. sell out on yourself. Uh, don't um, don't play small. And I mean, a lot of the and then mm, don't play small. Don't play small. That's interesting. Um, I like that. The don't play small. Not to change the topic, but the don't play small concept for me is you know each week. I um, I set at the beginning of the week. I set weekly promises or weekly goals, mm-hmm. and um, for me, some of the promises this week was uh, each day I'm gonna learn something new I didn't know about photography, and um, and when I accomplish these goals, you know I can celebrate and say yeah I did something like, and um, and if I don't then it's not uh, you don't focus on the the not breaking or the not accomplishing your goal yeah try to focus on okay what uh what happened what space did i open up in my life to allow me to be lazy today or to allow me to um forget about the commitment i made or to um and then when when i start focusing on those i realize okay that's how i'm playing small Mm -hmm. and i'll hold myself big um and it's really powerful. You know, a lot of people say there's a lot of, you know, um, you can do anything that you want if you just uh, put your mind to it and you believe in yourself. And for the longest time, uh, I thought, yeah, I mean, that, you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, I think it's really, there's a lot of truth into that. I don't think that you can, you know, can just manifest something in your life by just sitting around um and you know um praying and asking for it i think that god rewards those who you know really trust in him and really um you know go for it and that's not to say you can't receive a blessing or you can't you know win a lottery or something and um but i i think that harder you play the harder you you go forward in life and the more faith that you have that you know, no matter what comes to you or what situations in front of you that God's going to deliver yeah and and if, like you're really genuine about it and not just you know saying one thing and then going back home and you know not actually living that lifestyle or living out what you just preach to others like you're really genuinely going for it mm-hmm. then you're going to see really genuine results or blessings um and that's the don't play small for me um, we talked about that on our thing for us podcast. yeah how us as a church need to be a little bit more outward focused um too and i talked to you know our pastor about that um and i'm super excited for him to listen to that one because i think as a whole the church in general, not just our church, but churches in general, aren't taking bold risk and play, and they're all playing small, and they're not really playing big at all. I, I that's incredible to me to think about. Um, 
I guess. What would what what would you say is your greatest? What's 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 your what's your state of mind right now? Like where do you where do you see yourself eventually going? Yeah. So I want to comment on what you just said. Yeah. Also, before I get into that. Yeah. About you know churches being um, sometimes be uh, outward thinking or um, and to play big doesn't mean that you have to. You know, create world peace. It doesn't mean that you have to um, end hunger or uh, you have to do something amazing and huge. It could just be, um, you know, each week we're gonna we're gonna provide, you know, food to ten people who need it, and then over time, that creates. You know, I really believe in a butterfly effect, like a butterfly effect that can happen from just small acts like a grassroots kind of yeah start small and then work your way yeah um and i think for me um i've always felt like there's something in me um that um some kind of i don't know if it's power not anything like not superpowers but something like (laughs) there's something i'm supposed to do in in my life i've always felt that calling i don't know what it is but and i think i've spent a lot of time trying to think like oh like you know what would uh martin luther king do or something huge on that level and i've been so focused on what am i going to do to change the world that i'm there's a, a hundred things that I could do. There's in my neighbor right now. She's a, a single mother of two, and the other night I just sat outside with her and just had a conversation and let her know that hey, like I hear you and I see you, mm-hmm. and you know, like you matter. And um, and I think that really that really helped to me. That's that's playing big yeah. as well. Um, but I want to ask you to ask me that question one more time that you said before where do you want to go where do i want to go great okay um you know for me i see like endless possibilities i i'm a huge carolina hurricanes fan um and this past season was awesome (laughs) i went to a couple of those postseason games um and it was amazing yeah um it was it was was. was. um and i'm really excited for next season to see what happens uh with the team and who they keep and who they don't but um i think from here i just i'm in a good place right now but the thing i have to remember is that when you start to get comfortable with where you're at that's when the opportunities start to slow down um so if i you know if i tell myself hey i'm at i'm at a company um strawbridge and they're they're paying me pretty well for what i do um and i can afford to live on my own um, and, and I'm comfortable, then that's when some of these things are going to stop coming. And so for me, it's like always, what can I do this week? Or what, um, what can I get better at? So that eventually, if my goal is to become a, uh, you know, a team photographer for, let's say, the Carolina Hurricanes, because that would be a dream job for me just to travel with them, um, or any professional sports franchise, really, but yeah. particularly the Hurricanes. Um, that'd be awesome. I gotta just make sure that I'm not in a place where I'm like comfortable with where I'm at, and I'm not really. I've lost that edge. Yeah. That like the hunger for 
you know, how am I going to get better? Yeah, or just keep moving, yeah. keep looking for those opportunities, to keep yeah. working with your craft. I think it's important to, at the same time, to um, make sure that I continue to better myself every opportunity that I have, but don't become a um, somebody who's just uh, focused on, on that, just focused on the success, because... Um, there's a lot that can be, in my opinion, um, can be lost as well. If, well, I don't want to say lost, but, you know, if I focus, um, hyper-focus on what can I do every day, then I don't want to neglect my fiancé and yeah. make her feel like, oh, he's just spending um, all of his energy and effort um, focused on his photography. Um, and recently in my life, I've felt like I've kind of hit a uh, threshold where um, my skills and my equipment are getting a lot better and what I can do, mm-hmm. um, but I realized that I'm not connected with um, myself in the sense of um, I'm so focused on my photography and my career and that and my dreams that I forget to do things um, like send text messages to the people I love every day just like hey I love you I hope you're doing good yeah. um, and connect with these people yeah, and you've it, done that to me recently yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in order to really for me to really you know achieve my dream um, and there, there's even possibility after it, say I became the team photographer for the Hurricanes there's even more possibility it never ends but I think that for me to really achieve that I have to elevate myself in all areas of my life and mm-hmm. not just what I'm good at yeah I, for my job I have to elevate myself in how I communicate with my fiance I have to elevate myself in how I um, interact with people and for me that means uh, listening to people to hear them and not to respond to them um, like really genuinely listening to them and a good example of that the other day something happened to me where I have a good friend that came over and he was excited because he had ordered a custom-made um, katana from China. He's like a big, like he's a collector, and um, he loves them, and he puts them on his wall, and he's he's really into it. And he was telling me about it, and I was like, I mean, that's really cool, but I don't, like I didn't say that to him, but in my head, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like I'm not like a swords <laughs> guy, but I mean, that's cool. But um, I realized that, and. I realized that one of my um, personal goals this week is to listen to people to hear them and not to respond to them. And and in that moment, I I knew that I had a choice. I could either, you know, kind of just the you know, yeah. You ever been talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, okay, you know, and, and you're like, all right, buddy, you don't care what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and and it kind of hurts, you know, especially if it's someone that you're friends with. Um, if it's someone I just ran into at a coffee shop, you'd expect that, but, um... Like, you want a deeper connection with yeah, somebody that's close to you. Yeah, you, you know, I didn't ask you to hang out so that you can look at your phone and then just give me, like, super generic responses. Yeah. Like, that's crazy, you know? Um, and, and I had the choice to really, um, engage and be present with him and, uh, have a conversation about swords even if it was not what I wanted to yeah. do and what I found out was after you know 30 minutes of just actually 
asking him questions, I learned a lot, and I learned that um, I get it. I understand like these handmade, crafted swords are really actually beautiful, and a whole lot goes into them, and yeah. and it's really a piece of art, um, and a dying art that people aren't gonna know how to do probably here in the future, and and I felt like I learned something that day, and I felt that that was really cool because I didn't know that and I was just open to that conversation yeah. with him um, and I try to do that um, on a daily basis now if I can um, so uh, I, I, I totally um, kind of lost track of where I was going with that you're good you know, um, honestly we're just, letting it, we're just <laughs> letting it run around uh, like, I, I don't know I'm blown away by those those responses yeah, I really like it that's crazy. Kind of sort of finding a, trying to find a balance in everything in life, and then also yeah. focusing on, I, I guess, just a genuine interaction with people. Yeah. You know, like, you get a lot more out of that. And, you know, over the last, I'm going to say, month of my life, I've had this, um, this discussion in my head, I guess, but it's really been uh, a question and it's what does it mean to be present with people? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be present with yourself um, and be present with God? Uh, be present with um, your loved ones. Be present with your dreams, your goals. Um, because it all matters. Um, your, your dreams matter. Your goals matter. What, what you want to happen matters. Um, everything matters. God definitely matters. Um, and being present has been the question I've asked myself, and and I realized, you know, in the beginning that um, I think that we kind of just run through life, or I run through life sometimes feeling on fast forward, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm always I'm not focused on being in the moment yeah focus on what's next like where am I going how am I gonna get to the next place I I found myself you know when I get in my car I'll just turn my GPS on um even if I knew where I was going Mm -hmm. um and just I feel like when I'm so focused on my next destination or the next interaction or the next place, wherever that might be, then I I totally miss out on what's possible in this moment right now and miss out on the connection with you, with you, and with you, Um, which can be an awesome experience. Um, And being present to that um, can be difficult because uh, I do have really bad ADHD. and so that's been kind of like a a war that I've been battling, and but I've figured out ways you know, um, to deal with that, and I'm not gonna let that be. For a long time, I used that as an excuse, and not that it's like no one can blame you know, me, or I wouldn't blame somebody if they said, "Hey, I have like really bad ADHD. I'm sorry if I'm not totally focused all the time." Um, but I don't want that to be. Um, limiting factor yeah. yeah you know um you turn your weaknesses into strengths yeah yeah you know 
not just, saying that that's like something that makes it people weak, but you yeah, know, you take something that would be considered, I guess. Yeah, it, you get what I'm saying. I do. I totally it, get yeah. what I'm saying. And just from knowing you from Villa, like just, just a random pizza place in a mall that. God knows what their sanitation score is. Low. <laughs> it wasn't 83, now it's 87. They moved wow. up. <laughs> but, like, just from the initial moment of me meeting you, I think that's why I invited you here because it's great to have Chris Noel, Christian Mapper, he's phenomenal, he's one of our friends now. But it's kind of different to have a normal, a normal person. You're not a no- everybody's worth, but a person that's just an everyday person that kind of has a lot more inside versus just some other person and honestly just from sitting here listening to you talk about everything you've grown up since i've known you like i know i have to and everybody else has but we all mature and grow in different ways and i definitely have it's it's actually impressive it's really cool um yeah that's nuts just it's just been i think hearing you talk like the, the don't play small thing is going to be in my mind now and i hope whoever listens to this you know we have like 500 people listen to one of our things so you never know but i i would think that one person could hear that and go i can do that too like that that's 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 the like that's just encouragement to me like I'm, i've wrote that down like set a weekly goal um because i think we all could and you said being present do you think cell phones kind of harm that Say that, uh, say you, that one more time. Do you think cell phones harm being present in current life? Cell phones. And tablets and laptops and everything like that? Definitely. Um, I was, even before I came here, I was on my phone and I was looking at apps that can uh, restrict what I'm able to do during certain times of the day. So, um, and, I, and I even have a personal um, agreement with myself where... Um, that I'm not going to be every day between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. I'm not using social media. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not watching TV. Um, and Because I know that when I um, think about the time of the day that I'm most productive or I feel most awake, yeah. um, it's in the evening. And that's how it's always been. So uh, even if I don't really have something specific to do um, for work uh, or... Um, anything else I still try to spend that time uh, reading a book mm-hmm. uh, playing my guitar it's been something that I've been doing been teaching myself how to play guitar uh, just doing something that um, you know if, if I'm not connecting with another uh, person then I'm connecting with myself yeah. um, and it's been it's been really cool because I do feel like it's very easy for me to get consumed and scrolling through videos and memes i can do it um for hours i never get bored yeah, i um, think that's most of us here yeah. we do the same thing yeah. yeah um and yeah so i would say definitely cell phones i don't think they're a bad thing but i think that just like they can get in the way yeah they can be a someone block yeah yeah just like anything else they can they can get in the way and i guess i've noticed it like when i've went on like first dates everybody says a no no is being on a first date being on your cell phone and I know I look around a restaurant and you see it all the time. Like people just on their phone, just looking through. Yeah. And you almost have to like, um, just keep your phone either in your pocket or a lot of times. I think we've been out now, and you'll go, let's put your phone, like, put your phone down in the middle of the table. Yeah, we went to Wingstop, put our phones down. Like, I think, like this generation, even my generation, Tyler's generation. You know, we 
we get so caught up in social media and people's thoughts of us getting likes for a picture mm. or even likes for a tweet or retweets or um, friend requests on Facebook as much as that's not as important as it used to be. Um, you know, those things matter to this generation more than they ever have before. And I think that that's wasting the presence of people. Like we could, we could be a little bit more like right now, like us having a conversation. Man. That's, that's the more, that's more genuine than, or, or you, when you were talking to your neighbor, that's more genuine than most people would do on a daily basis because people don't do that anymore. And I'll tell you one thing that most people don't really do is really basic but it's just eye contact yeah mm-hmm. having yeah. a conversation mm-hmm. with somebody with eye contact uh, or making eye contact really in my experience it lets me know that this person's engaging with me yeah they, they're interested in what i'm saying and you know we're here in this moment together and mm-hmm. um and eye contact it doesn't happen a lot and a lot of people are even uncomfortable to make eye contact um, why do you think that is it could be a lot of things. Uh, I think that we spend so much time. It could be cell phones, man. We spend so much time looking at screens and laptops that when we get into these situations where okay, now I'm in front of a real person, um, it's it's different. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of people also have um, younger people because we do spend a lot of time online. Um, we see these images of. Um, these photoshopped images of like really uh, buff guys or really pretty girls, um, and uh, we we're not really. How, how do I want to say this? Uh, you're seeing it filtered. Yeah, you're, not yeah, you're it. seeing a filter, and then I compare myself to the guy on the cover of Men's Health, and then this huge jacked dude, mm-hmm. and, and I look at myself, and I'm like, that's not me, you know? Like I, I want to look like that guy, and then then I feel uncomfortable. Um, inside my own my own body and I feel that um, because I see these images on Instagram of you know a um, super handsome dude he's buff and it's got 5,000 likes and then I see my picture that's really cool that I like and then it's like four likes you know yeah and um, I'm being hard on myself that's maybe maybe thirty, but. <laughs> <laughs> but but honestly, like that's the thing. You know, I, I I went through that period. You know, you said it was a bit like a rough year or whatever. I went through that period of time where I was afraid to put pictures of myself out on social media because I was so afraid of either no likes or someone saying, "Oh, you're ugly" or things like that. Like on Sunday, I put a picture of me wearing that Duke Kaboom shirt out there, which is the hideous shirt, but. I mean, I would never have done that years ago. What what kind of, what changes? How do you get that confidence to do that? So for me, you have to, um, I call those things uh, SLBs, meaning uh, self-limiting beliefs. Um, That's and good. You, 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 <laughs> I'm taking that. <laughs> take it, Just take it, you know take it. You, and you have to first identify uh, in your life what are your self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't even know what their self-limiting beliefs are. Um, and it takes time and you just kind of open up that can of worms or really look at um, yourself and your life. Um, and... So I guess a self-limiting belief could be, hey, I can't get I can't get a date because I um, I think I'm ugly or I think I'm overweight or 
I don't like um, that I have freckles all over my face. And, and so before we even go for it, we're so scared of the no because we believe in the self-limiting belief more than we believe in ourself. Yeah, you don't um, have that acceptance in yourself. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's insanely so true. <laughs> like, that's me every bit of and every day. For me, um, you wouldn't really be able to tell right now, um, but I, I have Tourette syndrome, and I've, you know, worked my whole life at, you know, learning ways to kind of um, control it or keep it from... And it's gotten a little bit better over the years, but for the longest time, I was like, my self-limiting belief was, uh, you know, I'm the weird kid. You know, why, why, why can I have this? Because um, I make weird noises and, or uh, twitches or whatever, and 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 I realized, I, um, I don't know exactly how old I was, but that hey man, like. There's nothing wrong with me. It's actually what makes me beautiful is my uniqueness. Absolutely. You know? It makes you you. Yeah. And it, so why am I going to spend a lot of time trying to fit a mold that we've created, you know, the mold, whatever that looks like, um, if that's just going to make me like a thousand other people? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I really get my tongue tied up <laughs> um but uh, you know i'll take that and share a story I, I have a friend you know i said earlier in in the podcast that i collect artwork um and i have a friend who's a painter and he recently painted a image of a wolf for me and, I, and when i first talked to him you know i said hey man like i really want a painting of a wolf to put in my new apartment I'm getting ready to move in to um, I like wolves I think that they're cool and um, you know the symbolism behind it for me and he the first thing he asked me was okay how do you want me to do it and my response to that was I, I want you to do it how you would do it I don't want something that looks like 50 other pictures of wolves that you'd find out there. I want something that's authentic to you as an artist, to you as a person, because that's what's going to bring value, is yeah. that authenticity. Because being that this is the only painting in the world that's like that. Instantly priceless. Yeah. Um, and so I think that a lot of people see their uniqueness negatively instead of positively, and so they just club to the head over and over again, just beating themselves up about what's wrong with them yeah because they see their uniqueness as a negative negativity at, instead of something positive yeah. so, instead of a gift it's a burden um if that makes any sense wow 100%, yeah that's flipping that that negative into a positive yeah yeah it's perspective exactly perspective is huge you know it's how you look at it you can look at something negatively or positively, um, it's just perspective. Yeah, um, man, that's nuts. I'm just, um, I'm incredibly impressed um, by everything. And believe it or not, we're at 40 minutes. Oh wow. <laughs> um, that went by quick. It really? did. <laughs> it, it goes. It goes by fast when you're actually enjoying it, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I would. I, I just thank you for being here. I know that um, you have a lot going on and everything, and. Uh, 
I appreciate your honesty and heart because on for me, just having to hear hearing the self-limited beliefs, the don't play small, we can goal stuff like that helps me try to fix things that I have going on too. So I appreciate that. You've always yeah. been encouragement to me, and I like I yeah. thank you for that. There's so just much. a lot to take yeah. away from what you've said this entire time. I mean, there's a lot of really good moments, a lot of really good quotes. With that well, being said, you, you want you want to come back? I would love to come back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, and 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 Cam's gonna help with a lot of the stuff we have going on too. Um, I know you would say you want to help like other content and stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd love to. You know, when I was uh, with Nick a couple weeks ago, and he first told me that y'all were starting this thing, my mind instantly went to. Um, I'd love to be the person to. Uh, create content for you guys to you know push out there and really create a presence because I feel that within this room right now so much potential there's so much um, possibility that could happen and like I said before take that leap of faith I mean, honestly, it's on like, the other side of like that us, like us, us just sitting here like you, you literally walked in the door not even knowing who a lot of us I mean, you know who I am, but not even really. And you just help like sweet water, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. that's that that goes to show how good of a person and a human being you really are. Honestly, um, it was a weird put, way to meet us, but yeah, still really appreciate it. Yeah, and it, it you know it was cool because I it happened how it happened, yeah. and you know it's perfect how it happened because it, it set the tone early. Um, and so yeah no yeah. problem <laughs> you want to put your social media out there yeah so uh, i i have a photography page on instagram and it is cam underscore johnson photography nc um nice that's what i got well, right now we'll get, we'll get you to follow um get some followers and i know we'll put it out there too um for sure and we'll we'll glad to ha we'll we'll have you back one one week one day um <laughs> Maybe, Anytime. Maybe, maybe we'll have you take pictures for our dinner theater. We have yeah, coming up. I'd love to. Yeah, that's we're gonna need it because yeah, it's gonna be something to document. <laughs> if the ocean's not gone. Yeah, then. I was about to ask, is that <laughs> happening <laughs> downstairs? <laughs> yeah. Um, if it does, we can have a 1950s pool party. <laughs> yeah, a pool party or some kind of like water tour. Oh yeah. man. So uh, everybody want to say bye? Those two down there. Go first, sweet cheeks. Well, bye. If you're living in a uh, Flintwood, Michigan, I think I've already used that one before. <laughs> you have. Uh, Flintwood, Michigan. Stay safe. <laughs> and then to the flat hills of Idaho, <laughs> we love you and stay. Can't say that. Stay classy. Um. Sassy. Stay sassy. Alright, I don't know the context behind uh, <laughs> going on over there, but we're shouting out states. I'm going to shout out uh, uh, the great state of Texas where I was born, so yeah. keep it real down there, guys. Shout out states, yeah. I'm going to shout out the great state of North Dakota. <laughs> Woo! Well, there's nothing. <laughs> or South Dakota where there's nothing. There's, there's two Dakotas. Washington where it rains. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm Nick, and uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, go to Clean Up on Isle Me, and also check out our Twitter, Clean Up Pod, and send us an email at cleanuponalmepodcast at gmail.com. Our website will be up soon. It'll be cleanuponalme.com, and uh, you can go on there, read different articles and stuff like that. We'll have things there soon. Um, but yeah, have a great day, friends. Bye. We love you. Peace.